Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm Debbie McCullough. I'm an executive communications coach and a narrative coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. The Sage Sayers is my weekly podcast. Each week we look at executive communications tips and strategies, or we speak with interesting individuals from all over the world who found a gift opportunity, and knowledge from challenging situations. This week, in spirit of Lunar New Year, which starts on February 12th, Year of the Ox, I'm launching a series on vocal patterns and the ones that I see coming up the most within me and those I serve as a coach. This week's focus is verbal filler. If you're not sure what verbal filler is, it's words like um, ah, like, so, or even hmm. Whenever we're inserting filler, usually the root cause is we're not sure what to say, but oftentimes there's something deeper behind verbal filler too. In today's podcast, I'm offering a bit of a deep dive into verbal filler, but also five tips in ways that you can manage, control, and even possibly eradicate it. So let's get started on some tips. Step one becomes knowing and understanding whether or not you actually have verbal filler, if this is one of the vocal patterns that come up for you. So how do you know? Well, there's different ways you can notice whether or not verbal filler infiltrates your presentations. One that I find really helpful is take a quick video of yourself doing a real low stakes presentation. Perhaps it's an informative message on a message you have to deliver later today or later in the week to your team. Do a run through and just record yourself with your phone. Then send it to yourself and really analyze that pattern within the one to two minutes presentation that you've just sent yourself where the filler comes up. Another way you can do this is take an old presentation, something you've already executed to a team or some other high stakes audience and send it to a transcription service like Rev, for instance. They do almost free or very low cost transcriptions of any presentation, even ones that you've done on Zoom and read through the transcript that Rev spits back to you and look to see how often um, uh, and those other filler words come up. A final tip for understanding whether or not verbal filler is something that is coming up for you as you present is ask a trusted colleague, someone with whom you do presentations or someone in your audience that you trust. Perhaps it's a mentor, perhaps it's a colleague, perhaps it's a boss or a friend, but ask them to provide you with gentle feedback. Did you notice filler coming up as I presented? This is another way. And you can ask your coach. If you're working with a communications coach, ask them to scrutinize uh, a presentation you give them and ask them to sort of focus on whether or not those filler words are surfacing. So that's tip one. Find out whether or not filler is something that gets into your speaking passions. Tip two, understand what is behind the tendency. What do I mean by that? I mean, usually when we have an issue that comes up for us when we present, good or bad, there's a root cause behind that passion. And with filler, more often than not, I've found with those I've served as a coach and when I worked as an executive communications professor for MBA students, 
I always found that the root cause of filler was either not feeling prepared or just a general anxiety. So whatever it is, work with your coach or do some self-analysis to understand what's going on. You could feel, for instance, unprepared, unworthy. Maybe this is imposter syndrome and it's manifesting itself in verbal filler when you present. Maybe you just feel uncomfortable. Perhaps you're an introverted public speaker versus an extroverted one. Or perhaps it's even something really simple, and but perhaps not quite so obvious. Maybe you're just not interested in the subject matter. So in lacking the passion for the topic on which you're presenting, you're inserting filler words as you try to find the enthusiasm for something that just doesn't excite you. Here's something else you might want to try. You can use something I'm learning from positive intelligence, and that's the science and practice of mastering over your own mind so you can reach your full potential for both happiness and for success too. And you could use what we call in positive intelligence the sage power of explore to discover more on what's going on before deciding which action to take. One fun way to look at the sage explorer power is to become a fascinated anthropologist on your verbal filler patterns. So really pay attention. Oh, and I just noticed I inserted filler there as I was gathering my thoughts. Do you notice that more filler bubbles up when you're in front of a high stakes audience, perhaps, or perhaps when you pay attention, you're noticing that filler seems to become more noticeable when you're in front of an audience that can say yes or no to your idea. Or perhaps it has nothing to do with high stakes audiences. It's more unfamiliar ones. And filler is surfacing because there's just that discomfort. Whatever it is, become extremely curious as to why surfaces and that knowledge can help you build a targeted streamlined action plan. Tip three before I get into tip three actually I just want to clarify one thing the goal is never to really eradicate verbal filler because some filler is completely normal the key is knowing when does my filler become distracting to my audience. So now we can get into tip three, now that I've clarified that point. Tip three becomes grounding yourself before you go into your presentation. Now, as we work together through my podcast on working on executive communications tips and strategies, you'll hear from me, but also other experts that I'll bring into the show, that grounding yourself before you go into your presentation is such a magical tool for pretty much anything that you see going wrong in your communication style. Grounding yourself helps you become a better listener, a better presenter, but also presenting from a more authentic place. So how do you want to ground yourself before you go into your presentation? There are so many ways with the goal of managing this verbal filler. There are so many ways. You can go for a walk in nature. You can do some exercise. So for instance, today I got my bike ride in before I presented on this podcast. I really need that tool. And I've noticed on the days for whatever reason, I don't get to my exercise before I present in front of others. 
then wow, not only do I hear more filler surfacing within, I also just don't feel like myself. I don't feel very authentic and anxiety manifests itself in lots of different ways. So do some exercise perhaps, be in nature perhaps, combine those two ideas. Here's another idea. You could do yoga and particularly the tree pose, which really sort of brings up a lot of space in your body and allows you to open up that chest cavity and let more air into your lungs. Tree pose is a wonderful, wonderful grounding pose to do minutes before you present. You can use music. You can sing. You can do a little art. Perhaps you want to play some music, either your own or listen to others. All of these are fantastic ways to ground yourself. Here's what really works for me, in addition to the two suggestions I offered earlier, the bike ride and a little yoga. I also love using PQ reps, another tool I've learned from Positive Intelligence. PQ reps are powerful 10-second exercises using one sense at a time for quieting your survivor brain and activating what we call the PQ brain, the sage brain, even amidst challenges. And as you know, presenting will always have challenges, especially if it's live presenting. So I do some PQ reps just before I present and during presenting as well. So I'm going to guide us through just really briefly here, a two-minute guided meditation using PQ reps as my tool. And for this, I'm going to disable my webcam so you can just listen to my voice. So in your chair, bring your shoulders back, your back straight, your head forward, and gently close your eyes. Using the sense of touch, Rub two fingers together intentionally, paying extreme attention to the ridges in your skin. Let go of any thoughts you might be having. Just notice the sensation of your skin. Now take the fingers of one hand and gently stroke it against the other. Again, notice the sensation of the skin, the temperature of your skin, the ridges of your fingertips. Let go of any thoughts you might be having. Just notice the sensation of your skin. Now take two fingers and gently feel for your pulse. Gently feel for your pulse. Your pulse serves as a wonderful reminder that we are indeed alive today. We can feel gratitude for that gift. Your mind might have wandered again, but that is a okay. 
It's totally normal. Just ask your mind to come back. And this final rep. Gently place your hand on your tummy. Gently place your hand on your tummy. Feel for the gentle rise and fall of your stomach. The breathing reminding us again of this wonderful gift that we're alive. We're present. Please don't judge yourself for the many times your mind might have wandered. It's totally normal. And now having illustrated PQ reps of touch, I'm going to come back. So with that, I've illustrated the power of PQ reps as a way to ground us as presenters and specifically as a tool to manage verbal filler. You'll notice me having done PQ reps live in this podcast, my entire presenting style has shifted. I do feel more grounded. I do feel more peaceful. And with that, I feel more confident. So tip three, however you want to do it, ground yourself before going in to help manage that inevitable inevitable verbal filler that might surface. Tip number four, and this one comes to me from really the five years I spent as a communications professor with MBA at UNC the online MBA program for the Keenan Flagler Business School. I noticed as I worked with the wonderful, wonderful, highly gifted, extremely bright professionals I had the joy and pleasure of coaching and teaching within that program, that when the presenter had less time to prepare for their delivery, more filler surfaced. And that is absolutely true in myself and me as well. Absolutely, that is true. And here's why. And I think we know, but let's discuss it briefly as to why when we don't get a chance to prepare for our presentation, more filler might surface and other verbal patterns and ticks that show up for us. When we don't prepare, the judgmental part of our brain, the survivalist part of our brain gets really activated. We start to preempt terrible things happening. Perhaps we have hyper-rational saboteurs going on as well and I'll get into training on saboteurs and how they can take over our presentation skills in a future podcast but say we spend quite a lot of time leading up to the presentation when we're not even presenting when we're trying to sleep or when we're tasking on other things with this underlying fear that we haven't prepped if that is true then what's going to happen when we finally get to present Knowing that we have been fearful all this time really becomes more of a reality and our judges throwing all kinds of lies at us. You're useless. You're not prepared for this. Who are you to show up and talk to these people? 
And that fear-driven response, that fear of failure, that fear of disappointing others, that fear of humiliating ourselves, that fear of falling back financially, that fear of bankruptcy, whatever it is, the fear of harm, whatever it is, really becomes real. And we have a bit of a flight and fight response. And I have had this experience, so I absolutely know how this feels. And one of the first ways that fear-driven response comes out in our presentation skills style is verbal filler. So know that. And here's how you can circumnavigate if the cause of your filler is fear-driven from not being prepared. Really the obvious one, prepare, right? The more we prepare, but we don't want to over-prepare, but the more we prepare, the more grounded and calm we will feel. And that will absolutely come out And as we start sharing our ideas. One way to prepare is writing an outline, just an outline. It doesn't have to be fully fleshed out, but just have an outline because when we insert filler, it's because we're thinking of what we want to say next. So write an outline and several points you want to make under each bulleted point. And you really don't need a lot. That could be a tip too on helping prepare Try to avoid over-preparing. Don't bring in a ton of information, bottom line, and make sure it's really relevant to what your audience wants, and then create an outline. And this leads to tip two within preparing. Try to keep the message shorter versus longer. Offer an appendix with more thorough details, but keep your actual presentation shorter. The other idea is understanding more about the environment in which you will present. Now, if it's on site, I recommend going to the site and having a look at the room and seeing how you're going to move around that room, checking that the equipment works and just preempting any other saboteur driven fear that's getting in your way. Figure out the lighting, figure out whatever gadget you need to operate and look at the look at the room and figure out where is the best place for you to stand and move around to interact with your audience. If you are presenting online as I am today, spend some time ahead decluttering your desk. Remove anything you don't need. You might want to also light an aromatic candle. Before you go into your room, before you present, I'm using sandalwood today and it's very grounding. So perhaps light an an aromatherapic candle before you present Whatever it is that you need to do to create that sense of zen and calm, do it. And here's one final tip for helping you prepare for this delivery to help reduce that filler. Have beside you a picture of something or someone you love. This tip can help you for any anxiety with uh, public speaking. Have a picture of something or someone you love. It could be your pet. It could be a picture of the ocean. It could be a picture of your family, your honey, your parents, whoever it is or whatever it is. Have that picture and reflect it, reflect on it, look at it before and even during the presentation. It will help ground you, create a sense of calm and therefore hopefully help to manage that villa. Final tip. Tip five, continue to ground as you present, especially as the filler surfaces. So you'll notice that oftentimes when I'm presenting, sometimes I'll bring my hands up and then I'm bringing them down. Usually if my hands are down, I'm doing this. I'm doing that mindful 
PQ wrap, that 10 second little exercise that helps quieten the survivor brain and tap into the PQ brain regions of sage. I love the PQ wrap of touch, especially this one here, because it's so discreet. We can do it right in the middle of a presentation. And as you notice that verbal filler surfacing, pause, breathe through the tendency instead. And even while you're doing that, do some PQ reps. So now you have five tips for noticing, managing, and even eradicating verbal filler. I hope you found these tips helpful. And in closing, please don't judge yourself for having verbal filler if that turns out to be a passion that you're grappling with. And as you work out the cause and an action plan and then practice to reduce verbal filler, continue to give yourself grace and compassion. Also, celebrate the great work you're doing here and your determination and grit to figure things out. Please be patient with yourself. You're trying to reverse a lifelong, extremely common vocal pattern. And I wish you all the best. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Debbie McCullough. I'm an executive communications coach and a narrative coach from New Zealand, based in Wisconsin. The Sage Sayers is my weekly podcast on executive communications tips and strategies, and we interview people from all over the world on interesting challenges they've overcome and the gifts, opportunities, and the knowledge they've found within. Speak with you next week, and thanks again for listening.